Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today I'm going to do a survey of four sayings of Jesus in Luke chapter 8 that I think go against the image of Jesus that is portrayed to us by elements of our culture and even elements of our Christian culture with hopes that we'll have a better understanding of who he actually is and what he's actually about. So this is going to be a little unique. We're not going through a specific text, but we're pulling a few sayings out of Luke chapter 8. Part of the reason we're doing that is because much of this chapter is paralleled in both Matthew and Mark. So we're going to skip a more thorough study of the parable of the sower in chapter 8 verses 4 through 8 because they're paralleled in Matthew 13 and Matthew 4. And you can listen to episode 511 if you want a more thorough understanding of the parable of the sower, which I would recommend if you haven't. We're also going to skip over Luke chapter 8 verses 9 through 15 where Jesus talks about the reasons for parables. That's paralleled in Matthew 13, 10 through 13. And you can hear a devotion about that in episode Episode 512. We're going to skip over Luke chapter 8, 16 through 18, where Jesus talks about the lamp under the jar. There's a parallel of that text in Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 25, and you can hear about that in episode 599. We're going to skip over Luke chapter 8, verses 19 through 21, where Jesus talks about who his mother and brothers are, although that's one of the sayings that I'm going to land on in a second. That's paralleled in Matthew 12, 46 through 50, and you can hear a full devotion in episode 510 on that one. And finally, we're going to skip over the text in Luke 8, 22 through 25 where Jesus calms the storm because that is paralleled in both Matthew 8 and Mark 4. You can hear devotions on those texts in episodes 489 and 602. So the good thing about podcasts is if you missed any of that, you can hit pause, rewind, slow it down, whatever you need to do. But I want to hit on four sayings of Jesus in Luke chapter 8 that I think are important for us to be aware of so that we can have an accurate understanding of who Jesus is and not just assume that he's the guy that we, and not just assume that everybody who's been telling us about Jesus throughout our lives have accurately represented him. The first thing I want to hit is in Luke chapter 8 verses 9 and 10. The disciples are asking him about what the parable of the sower meant and he says, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. You might stop and pause and think about what Jesus said there and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is Jesus saying that the truths of God's kingdom are meant to be understood by some and meant not to be understood by others? I thought that Jesus wanted everybody to understand the truths of God's kingdom. So why does it sound like he's keeping it a secret from some? In short, and you can hear a longer exposition on this in episode 512 from Matthew 13, Jesus is explaining that parables blind those who have resisted God's revelation and help those who have received it. So he's not just throwing truth out there willy-nilly for everybody to consume however they want to consume it and use it, but he's putting it out there in parables, which has the effect of feeding and nourishing nourishing and inspiring and equipping the people who are receiving Jesus as a truth giver, son of God, savior, Messiah, but in the same way confounds and blinds those who resist Jesus as savior, truth giver, Messiah, son of God. Go listen to episode 512 if you want to hear more about that. The second saying of Jesus that I want to hit on is Luke 8, 18, where he's talking about the lamp under a jar and he says, take care then how you hear for to the one who has more will be given and from the one who has 
has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken away. And again, somebody might hear that and think, wait a minute here. I thought the reason Jesus came was so that people who don't have much, poor people, oppressed people, so they could be given more and so that people who have too much would have some taken away from them. But this sounds to be the opposite. Well, Jesus in this text is not talking about material things. He's talking about truth. He's talking about the knowledge of God's word. And those who have knowledge about God's word will understand it better and better because they hunger for it. They yearn for it. They soak it in and take it seriously. Others who don't listen carefully to God's word, who don't care about it, who don't prioritize it, even what they hear won't be understood and they'll lose it. We're only through two of Jesus' more difficult sayings in Luke chapter 8 and you begin to realize that there's more depth and nuance to Jesus than just what we can learn in a fourth grade Sunday school class. By the way, God bless fourth grade Sunday school classes. But as adults who walk with Christ, our understanding of him needs to grow as we grow. The third one I want to hit on is Luke chapter 8 verse 21. His disciples are telling him that his mothers and brothers have come to him, meaning his biological family. He says, my mother and brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. It's like, whoa, wait a minute, Jesus. Did you just kind of dog your mom out? You're saying that your mother and brothers are the people who follow you and obey what you say more so than your biological family? How do you think that made your mom feel? It's not that Jesus was dishonoring his mother. In fact, at the end of his life, he made sure that she was going to be taken care of by the disciple John. But for Jesus, spiritual relationships are more significant than biological relationships. There's some truth for us in that today. For those of us that are blessed to have biological parents who are also brothers and sisters of ours in Christ, that's a great blessing. But for others who don't, I've heard testimony after testimony after testimony where the spiritual bonds in Christ are closer than the biological bonds in blood and DNA. And Jesus isn't afraid to ruffle some feathers as he talks about that topic, even if it means being perceived as stepping on his mom's toes a little bit. Finally, let's look at Luke chapter 8 verse 25. Jesus is asleep in the boat. There's a huge storm. The disciples are freaking out, telling him they're going to die. They wake him up. He stands up and he rebukes the wind and the waves and it becomes calm. And then he turns to his disciples and says, where's your faith? Well, these disciples are seasoned fishermen. They've been out on the lake in storms before. So for them to be freaking out, this must have been really bad and they must have really been scared for their lives. It seems reasonable that if they thought they were going to die, they'd be freaking out a little bit. I think Jesus' question, where is your faith, might be at least twofold. First of all, hey guys, did you actually think that I was going to let you die? I'm in the process of equipping you to go to the world with the gospel after I'm gone. I'm not going to let anything happen to that plan. I got you. It's one way that he might have meant it. Another way he might have meant it is, uh, hey guys, so you die. What's wrong with that? I mean, if this world is just a brief momentary experience and then we spend eternity in heaven with the Lord, what are you so afraid of? Where's your faith? He's certainly not coddling his disciples here, even though it seems like they've got a legitimate concern. I hope it's helpful for you to look at these texts and think about Jesus in a light that you might not have thought of him before. Sometimes I think we are presented with a Jesus that is too soft or too warm fuzzy or or too gentle in a way that we can wrongly understand what gentleness is. Jesus had an edge to him. He's willing to say hard things even to the people who are closest to him who he loves the most. And my prayer is that as we spend time in the Gospels understanding more about who he is, that we would be more effective at representing him, the real him, to the world. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader, God Design 3 Social 
social institutions to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.